Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little bit of time to join me today. Thinking about today, I was thinking back about uh, the different races I've done over the years and different events, and and one that stands out. It was in 2016. I did uh, did an event called a Spartan. So, if you're not f- familiar with Spartan, Spartan events are done all across uh, the United States, all across the world. Really, they're done everywhere. I'm supposed to be one of the toughest. Um, one of the tougher, probably mud run events uh, I had done. A tough mudder in the past. I'd done different mud runs, but I had done those, and I thought, you know, Spartan, it it uh, had an extra challenge to it, and and you know, I don't typically just kind of ease into things. I just kind of dive into things, and that's not because I'm I think I'm good or anything. It's probably because I'm just not smart enough to go. Oh, maybe I should work up to that. I'm like, hey, let's just dive into that. So in 2016, I did, and um, I did a what was called a Spartan Beast. Uh, the Spartan Beast is their the Spartans' longest event. Um, it's they say it's a half marathon, so it's thirteen plus miles. Because on a Spartan, um, they call it Spartan miles. Uh, Spartan miles are sometimes it may be fourteen, sometimes it may be you know thirteen and a half. Uh, I did one a few years ago. It was supposed to be thirteen. It ended up being uh, almost fifteen and a half miles. So they call it a. Uh, Spartan miles because you never know what those Spartan miles are going to be. So anyhow, in 2016, I um, I got a, a group of people together. I talked them talked them into doing this event with me, uh, this Spartan Beast in uh, in Dallas, Texas, and so we did it. And um, used to I was used to some of the other mud runs where spectators could watch, and you know, like Kim would always go with me, my wife, and she might have some food or extra water, or whatever. So that's kind of what we planned on. And this event was totally different than anything I'd done before, and and not set up like any of the other ones. So uh, this thirteen mile, it, I think it ended up being a little bit over thirteen miles. But uh, typically, I thought, no, it's going to take us three four hours. Uh, this uh, day, it was hot. It was it was in October, but it was probably almost ninety that day. It was in just really hot, and so it ended up taking us about seven hours. Um, once we. Uh, left the spectators. We didn't ever see him again. I never see Kim until the end of the race, probably sorry for the first 30 minutes. And after that, psh, that was it. Um, didn't see her again. We didn't have water hydration. You know, it wasn't a lot of, uh, water stops, wasn't any food stops. It was just, a um, probably one of the worst events I've ever had. Like if there was somebody around that's, I could have said, come get me. Um, I probably would have. Um, and you know, I think there was about seven or eight of us, maybe nine, um, on our team. And we all had the same experience, very dehydrated, you know, no energy, um, just taking all we had to accomplish, get through these obstacles and get through um, the course. It was just a miserable day. So we finished, you know, I'll fast forward, we finished that seven hours and none of us hardly talked to each other. Um, you know, it was like 
we, we didn't want to talk to each other. We just wanted to go home. It's probably the worst. Uh, my, my fingers cramped, my toes cramped. I mean, every little part of my body, um, just cramped. And it was just probably the worst experience I'd ever had. And I said, I'm never, never doing that again, never doing that again. And, um, and it, and it took a couple of years. Um, I said, well, maybe I'll do that again because I think I can do better. So, um, over the years, you know, that was in 2016. Um, we're now in, uh, 2022. And, uh, just recently I just finished another one, another Spartan. I think it's my, uh, maybe my eighth one. Um, they have different ones, but the, the one I, I just finished was, it's called a Spartan super. Um, so it's just a, they call it a 10 K again, that's Spartan miles. Um, so Spartan miles are, like I said, you know, it could be uh six, seven, eight, whatever it may be. I've done a super before and it was actually eight. Um, I was fortunate. The one I just did was uh, around seven miles. Uh, so again, it was obstacles and water and just all kinds of, all kinds of things, um, that really test your strength, test your endurance. Uh, and, and it's, you know, I've been through a lot of obstacle races and I've seen a lot of different kind of people, um, throughout the years, um, conquer those obstacles, you know, people on my team. And it's, it's just a, it's just a, an amazing thing. And I want to share a little bit about my experience about my most recent one. Um, it was down in around San Antonio in a, in a town called Bernie, uh, Texas. And it was, it was the second time I had done that lo- location, that, that event there had been a few years since I've done that one. Um, but this one really stood out to me. And, and again, because obstacles, the obstacles are set up. So they're very, uh, very challenging. Uh, some of them, you know, some of them I can complete, some of them I can't. Uh, some of them are like monkey bars. So the monkey bars, anything with gripping and 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 going, uh, I always challenge me because my grip strength is not not very strong. Um, so this particular event was uh, is a little different than normal because we it was about a three and a half mile course and we did it twice. So we had about fifty obstacles. So you know we did twenty five and then we did them all a whole circuit again. And I just saw some, uh, I really was mindful this, this time and really noticed, um, the other people participating, the, the other competitors that were there. Um, as I've mentioned before, I am not competitive, uh, with other people at all. Um, very competitive with myself. Uh, so each time I go, okay, can I do better? Can I do this? Um, again, this time I did it with a team. We only had, there was only three of us. So the, the team is definitely smaller. Um, but, you know, you just line up with, with all the people in, in the starting gate and you think, wow, you know, just the diversity of group of people. And then when you see them out on the course, you really get to experience some things with them. These are people you don't even know, but you find yourself helping these people because you're rooting for them. You want to help them get over a wall. You want to help them, uh, climb these bars. You want to help them climb a rope. You want to help them, um, get the sandbag over their shoulder and carry it. You want to, you want to be there for them and support, support them. Um, and I just had some re- really witnessed some neat things out on the course this last time. And one of them I want to share with you, um, it, it was, it was very powerful to me about, um, there's this guy, he, he lined up in our corral, um, at, at the starting line and, and he had a prosthetic leg. Um, it was probably about thigh high. I really couldn't tell, you know, he had some shorts on, so it went up in, into shorts. So I couldn't really tell. Um, so, so he took off, off running him and his, I'm not sure if his girlfriend or wife, but he was with, with a lady and, and they took off running and he was running. Um, and, and throughout the course, I'd see him a couple times, um, 
you know, he might be with the, the medics. He might be sitting and, and doing something with his prosthetic leg and something like that. Uh, but, but one of the things is, and I thought this was interesting. He maybe I'm not, I'm not sure how it happened, but his prosthetic leg came off as he came up to an obstacle. So he, 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 the leg, his prosthetic leg came off. He comes up to the obstacle. And I don't really remember what obstacle it was, but he completes the obstacle without his prosthetic leg. He gets over the obstacle and then puts his prosthetic leg back on and continues running. He didn't let that, let that, that problem stopping. Um, and, and it made me think about, and as I went around a couple times to the different obstacles, um, it, it made me think about, you know, what obstacles are holding us back in life. And when we approach those obstacles, are, are we interested in overcoming them? Or are we committed to overcoming them? So when we come up to those obstacles, so we went, so the first, we went our first lap on this course. And I would definitely say I was committed to accomplishing those obstacles. I was committed to uh, at least attempting those obstacles. Um, like I said, a lot of them with the monkey bar stuff, my grip is just, I might make two or three, um, and then I fall down because my grip just gives way. Um, but I was gonna, gonna try them. And so the second time around, there were some obstacles that I said, you know, I, I, um, I know my grip strength is going to give, I've already tried it once. And so I'll be honest, I, you know, a couple of those, I went, yeah, I walked around. I was just interested, but I wasn't committed. So I was thinking, you know, what does interested and committed look like? So interested would be like, I came up to the, uh, the monkey bars and say, I would like to, you know, do them. I think I can. I wonder if now committed looks like I will, I'm going to, my plan of action is this obstacle is not going to get me. And so that's a little bit different between, um, interested and committed. And when we come up to an obstacle and, and we're committed to doing it, you know, a lot of, a lot of these obstacles are tall walls. Um, they might be ropes that you have to use the rope to climb up the wall, um, some of the obstacles are um, half wall, so you have to get a little bit up the wall, and then you start grabbing some rungs to crawl up. So they have different ways of getting over over it. And sometimes, you know, I'm not the best when it comes to a wall. I'm not the best to just run towards a wall, put my foot on there, and hop over it. It might be a six, eight-foot wall. But sometimes I just need a little boost, I just need maybe a hand or a knee to stand on that it gives me a little momentum to get up over that obstacle. And it made me think about how, how, you know, that aren't, aren't we that way in life? You know, when we're committed to an obstacle, um, if I'm interested in an obstacle, I might kind of run at it and, you know, try to jump over it. Um, I might kind of, if I'm interested in it, I might look around the obstacle and say, what's on the other side? What's going to happen if I do get over it? How am I going to get down? Because I am uh, very scared of heights. Very, 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 very scared of heights. I mean, Six Flag rides just scare me to death. Even some of these obstacles at the at the Spartan event, um, they're pretty high, and I have to remind myself, you're going to be okay. Just hold on. You're going to be okay. And I mean, there may be, I don't know, there may be 12, 15 feet in the air. Um, some of those obstacles that you have to climb up and climb over and climb back down. But it's still scary when you can look through those things and see the ground and think, what if I fall? What if this? What if that? Uh, so, so 
you know, if you're interested in obstacle, you look around and say, what's on the other side? Is there anything that could harm me on the other side? Am I, you know, is there a way to get down? Um, what's going to happen on the other side? Whereas committed, I found myself on the obstacles. When I was committed to getting over it, I didn't worry about what was on the other side. I knew what was facing me on this side, and I had to get over. And being committed, I might look for somebody to give me a knee or give me a push-up. Um, you know, I might be trying to – I might go after that obstacle and not even um, – not even know how I was going to do it. I just attack it. Before I know it, you know, I might be holding onto a wall and my feet are just, you know, going up and down and, and struggling. And all of a sudden I feel just somebody kind of give me a push. And it may be, it not, might not even be somebody on my team. It might be somebody else that saw me struggling and gave me that, gave me that push. And, and, and I thought, you know, if I was just interested in that, I'd be looking around to see, well, who's around, who can, who can give me a boost if I need it. Um, but when we're committed, we just go after that obstacle. And, the you know, when I say obstacles, and there was, like I said, first, you know, on the course, there was 25 obstacles. We did them all twice, but 25 obstacles. And the interesting thing about all those obstacles, they were just obstacles. They weren't roadblocks. So in other words, when I went up to them, I could, I could see how to get over them. If I needed to, I could see how to get around them if I needed to. And some of them, um, I actually had to go under because, uh, one was, um, a, like a barrier that was on water and you had to go under the water to get, to get past it. So I couldn't go over it. I couldn't really go around it. So I had to go under it. And that's how many, so many, you know, if, if something is an obstacle, we can go over, under, around, and sometimes through it. And and there was an obstacle, some that um, this past event that I actually went through because they were uh, different heights of bars and all that, and you'd crawl uh, up through a bar, under a bar, over a bar. So you call you'd actually crawl through it, and it was just such a great example of all the obstacles in our lives, and they were all different obstacles. They were. Um, like I said, there, some were bars, some were nets, some were ropes, some were water, some was mud, some was just uh, logs, some were just all types of different obstacles that that represent what we go through in life. Some of them were just a little hop over. Some of them really took some crawling over. Some of them took some really standing at it and going, okay, you can do this. You can get through this obstacle. It's high, yes. You can do this. It's scary, yes, and, and there and there's people on the on either side of me saying you can do this, you can make it over this obstacle. I'll help you. I'll I'll give you a hand. Um, I, we can do this, and and I think sometimes we come we come to obstacles and let the fear of that obstacle hold us back. So I want you to think what obstacles in life are holding you back, and. Uh, are you interested in conquering those or are you committed to conquering those? Because remember when we're interested, that sounds like, well, I'd like to, well, I'd like to get a better job. Well, I, I, I think, I think I can, can make this relationship work. Well, I, I wonder, I wonder if I were to go back to school, what that would look like. Whereas committed on your obstacle is going to be, I will finish my college degree. I'm going to go look for a new job. My plan of action for my relationship is this. 
committed looks like no obstacle will stand in my way. Does it mean now there were some obstacles that I thought I've done in the past and 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 this last event I didn't I didn't get them the first try. So you know what I did? I tried again. And there were some I, I didn't get the second time. So you know what I did? I did it again. And then I got it because you know I, there are obstacles I've done in the past but just I just didn't get on that attempt. And I didn't get on the next attempt. And that's the way obstacles are in our life. Just because you didn't get it on the first attempt doesn't mean you failed. It just simply means you didn't get it on the first try. And that's okay. Because it's an obstacle. And obstacles aren't always meant to be able to easily accomplish. If, if all these obstacles at the Spartan were easy, it wouldn't be considered one of the toughest races. Um, one of the toughest events because they are hard. Um, it, it takes um, it, it takes some physical skill. It takes some endurance. It takes some mental skill. It takes some discipline. It takes some, you know, and there was times when, um, you know, I got hurt. You know, I'm all bruised up and I have cuts and scrapes and um, I jump off something and, and tweak a knee and I have some pain. But you know what I did? I went on to the next obstacle. Even though I had a scrape, even though I thought, ooh, that's going to leave a bruise. Ooh, I, th- I think my leg's sore. Man, that last one I jumped down off of, that really hurt my knee. I felt kind of tweaked. But I went on to the next obstacle because I was committed to um, finishing the race, finishing the event, because when I finish the event, I get this goofy medal that says, you finished, and it has a, a Spartan helmet on it. And it says, you accomplished your goal. And all of our finisher medals look a little bit different in life. But our obstacles are always, if, if we're not going to live a life that we don't have obstacles. If we're always pushing to go to the next level, to do the next thing, to do better, um, there's always going to be obstacles. And, and some of them are going to scare us. Some of them are going to cause us to get a scrape and a boo-boo. And, and you know, maybe, you know, I've, I've had teammates that have gone over a wall and broke, broken an ankle or uh, sprained an ankle. Or, but you know what? They're out for a little bit. They're out for a season. But they come back. They come back the next year because they know that was just one of those things that happens. And when we quit is when we have truly failed. But each, each obstacle I came to, I thought, okay, now, can I, if I didn't, I attempted it last time, maybe I didn't get it. Is there a different way I can do it? Well, let me look at it. Let me step back from that obstacle and say, okay, if I do it the same way, chances are I'm going to have the same result. So let me look at it and let me see if I can do it a little bit different way. So when I attack that obstacle, it may be different, even though I've come to it two, three, four, five times. Some of these obstacles or have every race, every event at Spartan. So I've done them multiple times over and over. And there's some that I still haven't gotten. There's a rope climb at the very end of the of the Spartan race. So I've been to, I think I said seven, eight, eight or nine, eight, maybe eight physical Spartan events. And not one time have I been able to climb the rope. You know, and part of that's my fault because I know it's going to be there. But I haven't taken the time to learn how to climb that rope. I, I could easily um, probably hire somebody to teach me how to climb rope. I could YouTube it. I could practice. But I don't. And I get to the rope. You know what I do? And, and, and I'm guilty of this. I, I get to the rope and I say, I can't do that. 
And you know what? I don't. I don't do it. And that's probably one of the biggest ones that, man, if, if I climbed that rope, I would feel like no matter what happened during that event, I would feel like that was the biggest accomplishment that there was. But I'm just kind of interested in, in climbing that rope. Yeah, I'd like to. That'd be cool if I could. What does committed look like for climbing that rope? Committed looks like I'm putting in some time. I, I, I buy a rope. I YouTube it. Maybe I hire a coach to teach me how to, how to climb that rope. I practice every day. So that way when I get to the event, I know exactly how to climb that rope. That's what committed looks like. Right now I'm just interested in climbing it. Have that have have another event coming up later this year for Spartan and and I need to um I want to commit to climbing that rope. So that's gonna take the commitment, it means I do all those things I said. Because it's an obstacle that that is holding me back from feeling like, man, I really I've tried every one of them. Because now this last time I didn't even try it. I didn't even try it. And that's hard to admit that there's obstacles sometimes we go, ah, I'm, I'm not even going to try that. So my question is, what obstacles are holding you back in life? It's just an obstacle. You can look around it. You might be able to look over it. And you might not be able to. But know that it's just an obstacle. Yes, our face, our nose might be right against that obstacle. And it may look like a roadblock. But take a couple steps back. Look at your obstacle as a whole. It's just an obstacle, which means you can go over, under, around, or through your obstacle. Whatever your obstacle is, it is not a roadblock. It's an obstacle. And approach your obstacle with the attitude of committing to conquer your obstacle. Quit saying, I'm interested. I'd like to. I think I can. I wonder if. And change those words to your obstacles to say, I will. I can. I'm going to. My plan of action is. No obstacle will hold me back. And you will conquer every obstacle that you choose. Now again, and so you get it right away. It may take one attempt. It may take two. It may take five. It may take a hundred attempts. And sometimes when we've made that 99 attempts, we have to step back and go, let me do a little work on me. Let me get a little stronger. Let me get a little faster. Let me think a little bit different. So when I go after it that hundredth time, I can accomplish and conquer that obstacle, whatever it may be. So sometimes it just takes stepping back, looking Maybe a different strategy for the obstacle. Maybe it requires a little bit different strategy for yourself. Maybe you're requiring a little bit more to be able to conquer that obstacle. Maybe you need a little bit more strength, knowledge, education, empathy, sympathy, encouragement, love. Maybe you need some of those things before you can go back to that obstacle. But always remember that it's just an obstacle not a roadblock. And when you view it as you can go over, under, through, or around it, you will conquer it. Be patient. It's just an obstacle. And I'll see you on the other side of that obstacle. Hey, thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next time. And as always, 
As I tell my wife, come every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to aarondegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.